0: So wonderful, he's wonderful. He's so wonderful.
1: wonderful.
0: The Lord is my shepherd, he's my guide, whatever I. The Lord will provide. down and make a way, and whoa, and oh, I can't help but love God, he's so wonderful, and whoa, and oh, he's a, yes he is, and I, I know the man is wonderful, yes he is.
2: is so wonderful and I have to agree with Sam, yes he is, he's more than wonderful to me and uh, we thank God for another Tuesday morning, thank him for waking us up and clothing our right minds and we thank him for the use and activity of our limbs and we're here today because of him and uh, we're thankful, grateful, appreciate him, love him today and uh, we want to do what pleases him. And uh, this morning, I want to talk about about when God is for you. When Almighty God is for you is what we want to talk about today. Because I found out for myself that when he's for me, he's more than I need. Uh, He quickly put things together. You know, I, I may need something and... I don't know how to go about to get it. he make a way. Or he'll show me the way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just thankful unto him this morning for being that kind of God to me. Yeah. Thank him. Thank him. Because without him, I can do absolutely nothing. I need him today. So, uh, oh, I didn't say I lost connection. All right, well, we're moving on this morning. Uh, My computer says I don't have internet, but I think I do. I'm not sure what I have, but uh, I'm detecting the problems and um, running some scans and things to see if I can uh, get back online. We had a, Brother Lewis said it was a a thunderstorm, and so uh, last night it rained and rained and rained. Oh, my goodness thundered and lightning knocked my T V out. <laughs> oh goodness So it knocked the T V out. I so I was sleepy anyway, so I just went on to sleep. But God is faithful. And um, you know, we thank him. Yeah, I'm back. It fixes it. Okay, I could close out of that now. But uh he's just uh wonderful. And and I just needed to get to sleep. So he fixed it so I could. And I went right on. And uh, enjoyed my sleep last night, thankful unto him. Okay, try connecting again. All right, all right, we're back in here. We're back in here, Brother Lewis. Uh, I was knocked out for a minute, but I think I'm back. I think I'm back. want to say welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is February 16, 2021, and we thank God for two months and 16 days until this new year. I tell you, I'm grateful unto him. Yeah, many have gone on, but he blessed us to remain. He yet gave us another opportunity to get it right. And again, this morning, we want to talk about when God is for you. Because sometimes we're confused. We don't really, we're not really sure. Sometimes things will happen and we'll say, well, I don't know if this God or not. I learned to tell him this, Lord, if this is you, stop me. Don't let me go any further in this thing. if this is not you, I only want to do this by faith through you. And he will do just that. He'll stop it. Yeah, or if he lets you continue, nothing will happen. Yeah. So we thank him for his many ways of blessing us. And we thank him that we can go to him with anything, anything. He will not cast us out. Yeah, even if we done did so much wrong and we come to him, he said he will in no wise cast us out. What a loving, kind, and merciful, and gracious, grateful God. Yeah, because he love us. He loves us. And he deserves gratefulness out of us. Hallelujah. And so we thank him this morning. I uh, was looking in the book of Genesis in... Um, Genesis chapter 14, and these kings got together, and uh, they decided to come against Sodom, Gomorrah, and, you know, take over everything, and it would just be their group of kings. And so uh, Sodom and these other people, Gomorrah, other kings, they come out against them, and they made a pact with each other, this one group made a pact with each other, and they went down in the veil to take over things, which is the valley. The veil was the valley. So they went down in the valley to take over everything. And uh, Sodom and Gomorrah ran. And uh, the other one that was with them, they took off too and left all these other kings together. And so they ended up getting Lot, Abraham's nephew. They took Lot and all of his stuff, and someone escaped out of all of that and came and told Abraham, hey, they took your nephew and all he had. Yeah, and so we're going to talk about that today because the end result, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Abraham was able to get Lot back, but there's a reason why he was able to get Lot back and all that belonged to Lot. And Abraham was made to look like a hero. There was a reason for all of this. Uh Uh-huh. And one reason was when God is for you, he's more than the whole world against you. I remember David. They took David's family and all his stuff. David got his little few men, and they ran up there and took all their stuff back and their family. Yeah, cause back then, you know, they could have many wives as they could afford. Took all his wives and cuckabines and everything. He went and got all that back. There's a reason for it. And so this morning, when God is for you, he's going to give it all back to you. Some of us lost our joy. We lost our happiness. Yeah. We lost loved ones. We lost jobs. We lost money. Somebody lost a house, a car. Many things we've lost. But when God is for us, we can go get our stuff back. Sometimes you don't have to go after Sometimes God will make them bring it back to you. Huh? Yes, he will. I'm a living witness. He will make them return with your stuff. He will even make the enemy bow down to you. Yeah, make the enemy cry with you when you're crying. This is why he told us love your enemies, pray for them that despitefully use you. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Let the wheat and the tab grow together, in the day of harvest I'll do to separate. Now if you don't know him, you won't understand all of that. You'll be like, what love my enemies? They hate me, but I got to love them. Something wrong with that picture. When God is for you, though. <laughs> You can do all of this because you're going to be the winner in the end. You're winning already. It's already won. The battle has already been won for you. You follow the instructions of God so you can get the results of God. That's why we follow his instructions. I do the best that I can to follow the instructions to the letter so that I can get the results that come from me obeying the instructions. It's like our parents, is. If my dad told me to do something and I did it, I was rewarded. If my mom said, go get the dishes out, I get the dishes out, sweep the floor, take the trash out, I was rewarded. Sometimes I didn't know I was going to be rewarded because I felt like it was my duty because this is how the household was ran, you know, it was run like this. Sometimes I finish the kitchen and everything, get the trash out and everything, and she'll come and say, hey, I got a slice of pie. Let's eat pie. I'm like, what? Everybody else in the living room watching TV. Now, I already had jello and whipped cream for dessert. Now she's telling me she got pie. And when I go in there, it's my favorite pie. It might be peach, yet yeah, lemon. And we eat the pie together, and she said, how that taste? I said, Ma. You put your foot in this today. Oh, this is good. And I felt privileged. See, I, I felt different because everybody else didn't get pie. They got that jello and whipped cream, but they didn't get the pie. I obeyed her and I got pie. <laughs> and God is the same way. When we obey Him, there's nothing He won't do for us unless it won't work together for our good. Look at you by that pie. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Yeah, you see, God is the same way. When we obey him, we're going to be blessed. And he's going to give you something that nobody else is getting. It'll make you feel special. When I think on the goodness of him and how he brought me through and things he done done for me, it'll make me lift my hands and tell him thank you. I don't have a choice, in it. it's an automatic reaction that I lift my hands in the air and tell him thank you. Why? I'm feeling different. I feel special. He did it for me. Yeah. Because when he's for you, there's nothing he won't do for you. The thing of it is we got to understand him being for us we got to understand following the instructions of God. Yesterday I was sharing about delight yourself in him, and he will give you the desires of your heart. See, a lot of times we get hyped up on the results, but it's best to get first hyped up on the instructions. The instructions was delight yourself also in me. That was the instructions. Now, giving you the desires of your heart is an automatic reaction because you follow the instructions of God. I printed out Bible studies. I, I, I'm reading and I'm studying your word. I, I see I'm over in the book of Mark, and it says 1, uh, one through 18. Then I found out I need to go over to 5 through 12 to match up 1, and whatever it may be. He see all of this. And he sees that I'm applying this word to my everyday life. He sees that I don't want to get it twisted. He sees that I don't want to be a Sunday a believer and Monday, I don't forget. Tuesday, I'm all the way, Barbara. Ain't nothing spiritual nowhere. I'm not even thinking nothing spiritual. Wednesday, I'm in my family because I'm getting everything done that I can get done for my family. Thursday, I'm all into the job because the next day, Friday, in the Eagle Fly, I'm about to get paid. So Thursday, I'm all into the job. Friday, I'm all into the job because I'm going to get paid Friday and Saturday and Sunday, I'm off. On Saturday, I'm back in the meet- Because either I'm going shopping for groceries, shopping for whatever I need to go I'm resting. I'm off. I can do some things I had not done all week. And then Sunday comes. I'm going to church on Sunday. I'm trying to be spiritual on Sunday. He needs me spiritual every day. All day if I can. Yeah. As often as I can remember him, that's what he wants. And he let me know if I would keep my mind on him, he would keep me in perfect peace. Because things are coming your way. In the midst of your day, sometimes things are coming. You're going to be disappointed sometimes. Yeah. My son called me yesterday. He came to visit and he left and he called me and he told me that he had, uh, had the spirit of frying on him. I laughed so hard. He said, Mom, I ended up at Wendy's because, see, he'd been uh, eating healthy and watching his weight and going to the gym and, you know, looking good and everything. So he's trying to keep that up and get to a place where he want to be or where he need to be. He said, I ended up going to Wendy's and getting this thing, Mom. He said, and it just, ooh, it was just the worst thing. Don't ever get that. Why? He wasn't satisfied. Why? He was disappointed during the day. So things are coming our way. Sometimes it's going to happen on the job. They're going to come and tell you something you really don't want to hear on that job. You didn't do this right. Or can I get you to go over here? Or can I get you to stay three hours past knockoff time? I don't want to hear that. I'm disappointed. I'm trying to go home. I'm trying to get you a good day's work for a good day's stay and get on home. Sometimes during the day we're going to get bad news. Or it might be during the night we're going to get bad news. But he said if we'll keep our mind on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. So no matter what comes your way, you're going to be all right. And you're going to know that you'll be all right. You're going to know God's going to bring me through this. And if we got the word in us, if we full of the word, we're going to remember what the word says concerning whatever has come up here. We're going to remember I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Okay, I heard the bad news, but guess what? This too shall pass. I'm going to get past this. It's not going to hold me right here stuck in this one spot. I'm not going to live right here in the midst of trouble forever. The songwriter even wrote a song that says, I'm so glad trouble don't last always. We just got to remember these things. And we mainly got to remember when God is for us, when God is for me, He's more than the whole world against me. He's more than that sandwich or salad I got from Wendy's that was nasty. Because he he's going to make another way. Either later on I'm going to get something, or when I get home I got something better. He's going to make a way. It we just don't get stuck right there on trouble. An old war is me. How am I going to get out of this? I ain't got no money. I ain't got this. And they talking about that. No. Greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. Again, I can do all things. I can get through this through Christ who loves me, and he has strengthened me to make it through this. His love will bless me to get through this right here that I'm going through. Many times things that happening to us and we thinking, Oh, I done did so much wrong, Lord have mercy. I just done did so bad and just so wrong until God I just I'ma just go ahead and die. <laughs> no need. Before he sent his son to suffer. But before they said crucify Jesus, free the and crucify Jesus. Before they said that, before we found out he was born in the manger of a virgin, he already knew what you would do. He already knew what I would do. He already knew about the dope selling. <laughs> he already knew about the prison time. He already knew about laying with me, and I wasn't married too. That didn't surprise him. He didn't wake up one day and said, "You know what? <clears throat> I think I'll make a, a Barbara." And you know what? Or uh, 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 he didn't say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this baby." and I'm going to let him call her Barbara, and then I decide what to do with her. No, he knew me before I entered Mary Pittman's womb. He knew me before I entered my mother's womb. It wasn't a mistake. Nothing slipped up on him. He already knows the very intent of our hearts. He knows what's in there. He knows some stuff we're doing because our flesh is battling with it. It's, It's us. It's not him. And it's not the devil either. It's us. It's your flesh. So he's looking at that. But he's looking at your heart. And he's got an appointed date when he's going to cut it all off. I promise you. I'll let you think you're doing so wrong and this, that, and the other. I want the Holy Ghost. I just want the Holy Ghost to lay hands on my knees. Let me tell you something. <laughs> A lot of times them that's full of the Holy Ghost can lay hands on you and nothing will happen. God have an appointed time. It's not according to your flesh will. It's according to his will. I ran out there a long time. And I thought I was getting worse and worse. That's what I thought. At the appointed time, his appointed time, he cut it off. Once he cut it off, now I'm going to turn all of that around. After I talk to her, I'm going to turn all of that around and bring it as testimonies unto me through her. And this is what he did. He said, come here, come here. You out here doing all this stuff, and you're wrong, and you know you're wrong. You're poison my people. You're wrong. But come on over here. Let's reason together. Let, let Let's talk about this. And mainly he did the talking. He told me what to do, repent, and I had to mean it. And once he told me what to do, then he told me what would happen. And certain things he told me, if I didn't do this, that would happen to me. And what he said would happen, I didn't want no part of that, so I did what he said. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, I knew it was him. Even in the midst of my trouble, in the midst of my sinning, in the midst of my doing wrong, I knew it was him. Because he said, if you know it's wrong and you do it, it's a sin now. You ain't just doing wrong. See, I wasn't just doing wrong because I knew it was wrong, and I did it anyway. It became sin. I was a sinner. He turned it all around for my good and blessed me to use it for his glory. Yeah. The faith I have, he blessed me to increase my faith because I wanted to. I wanted to believe. That he could do anything. There was nothing impossible with him. I wanted to believe that. And he come and showed me with me all things are possible. He come and showed me. Now I can ask for what I want. All the spiritual stuff I didn't have, I could ask him for it. He came in, he made me over from the inside. He gave me a new heart, a new mind. I even got a new look. I didn't look the same no more. Yeah. Because, see, looking at me, you could tell I was a part of the world. But once he made me over, you knew it was something different about me, and I wasn't quite part like you were part of. Separated people from me so that I could grow in peace. Because sometimes you got folks in your ear, and ain't the devil, it's them. And what their flesh is desiring, and your flesh used to desire it, and y'all used to be birds of a feather that flock together, but you done separated now, but they still are coming. You ain't going to the club with me? Girl, you know they're going to be doing this and that. The Chippendales going to be over there. The this and that going to be there. Girl, come on. You ain't got no jeans you can slip on right quick? Girl, just slip you on some jeans and, and a big T-shirt and let's roll. Slip on some of them things. What they call them, Cm? They spandex things. They tight things. What they call them. Slip on a pair of them in a big shirt. Put your boots on and let's go. Girl, put your hoops in your ear. and Take the rag off your head and let's go. <laughs> to the club. Now, I ain't clubbing no more. He brought me out to the club. I, I can't go back in there. I, what I'm looking for, I, I can't find it in the club. Well, girl, let's go around here to Gale House. You know they're going to give us a couple of tokes off the weed. We ain't got no money. And if She want to go get high. No, I uh, gave the devil back all his tools. I, I don't need no tokes of weed. What I'm looking for ain't in high, not by weed. <laughs> yeah, that, that that won't cut it for me no more. Yeah, it, it, the fellow's calling me, hey, what you doing? Nothing. Or well, what you going to do? Absolutely nothing. Or well, what you mean? There's no need for you to come by. Because what I'm looking for, you don't have. Oh, dog. Oh. I said, yeah, you don't have what I'm looking for. Or well, what is you looking for? I said, I'm looking for Jesus. And <laughs> meant it when I said it. I meant that thing with every fiber of my being. I know you don't have Jesus, and I know you're not looking for Jesus, so we can't hang together. There's no need in you coming by. Because when you come by, you're not going to talk about Jesus. You're not going to talk about the Word of God. You're going to talk about what your flesh desires. See, he had became for me. He was for me the whole time. I just didn't know it. See, I didn't know, and I didn't know how to reach out to him to be for him. But when that precious day came that he said enough is enough. Today is the day I'm going to bring her out of there. I'm going to draw her out because unless he draws us, we can't come. I'm so glad he drew me. Oh, I'm so glad he remembered me. Hallelujah, Jesus. He could have left me out there in turmoil. He could have left me out there in trouble. My mind's spinning. I don't have control of my own mind. He could have left me out there in the foolishness. I thought the more money you have, the better off you was. I thought the better you dress, the more impressive it was. None of that was true. None of that was true. The more money I had, The worse I got because the way I made the money. For the love of money is the root of all evil. The way I dressed was causing me more trouble because it caused more men to be after me. Don't let fornication be once named among you, Barbara. Adulterers got their place. I'm going to send them to hell. But, see, that's the way I was thinking. I need more money. I need to dress better. I need to dress skimpy. I need to do this. But once he come in, I found out I needed none of that. What I needed was the dress code that Apostle Paul left for me. I needed that dress code he gave, modest apparel. So I didn't need the glitter in my hand, the glap in my hand. I didn't need the waterfall down my back. You know, I didn't need the big bangles in my ear. I I didn't need all of that. The girl that braided my hair, uh, and this was back in the 90s, she would mix blue hair in her hair if she had a red outfit on, because, see, she was watching Remy Ma. Anybody remember Remy Ma? Remy had one side gold and the other side red or or gold and black over here and red and black over there. She was watching Remy. So she was, she was coming out like that to follow what she saw on BET. Yeah, anybody remember Free and AJ? All the different rappers and people they had on there, uh, the young generation was fashioning themselves after them. But see, once I found out when God is for me, once I found out what that meant and all the benefits of that, I gave the devil back his tools and brushed my hands, I got to go, and I won't be back. Because see, the devil was my daddy. He wasn't no father. And I had to obey my daddy, the devil, because I didn't have nothing to keep me. But once I got a father, he gave me a keeper. I was no longer in bondage to sin. I didn't have to sin. I didn't have to do wrong. I could walk upright if I chose to, and I chose it. I chose to make Jesus my choice, and I meant it. I chose to go all the way with him. The day I said i do at that window, in 1993, I chose to go all the way with him because he had been there for me over and over, and I found nobody who could do what he could um I couldn't find nobody like with Sean Mitchell today. Even if I had searched all over, I know I wouldn't have found nobody greater than him. Nobody that in the midnight hour they would come and see about me. Nobody that when I'm crying they could wipe these tears away and the problem away. Huh? Nobody that would hold me in the cradle of their arms and comfort me through his word. And I knew his word was true. Just a mere words. He ain't doing nothing. He said his word, sent his word. And his word comforted me. So when I found out when God is for me, it changed my whole life. He didn't do everything overnight. Poofy gone, poofy gone. Poop. Now, it, 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 some things I had to let go. See, some things I was holding on to. I let the cussing go, and the money went. I could let that go. I wanted that cussing to go, cause who was the worst cuss. Y'all ain't heard cussing. Y'all ain't heard bad words. Y'all never heard cussing, cause you never heard me. And I would often say I had that head cussing demon. He took the money. I I didn't have a a, a lust for the money and a desire for the money no more like I had before. You know, it wasn't nothing too low down for me to do to get money. That went. But I struggled with men. That was a big problem for me. Yeah. Although I knew he was for me, I was yet struggling with the man thing. And then the devil, see, the devil knows some things about you. But sometimes it's your flesh. So my flesh was already kicking up a ruckus. And I leave the house one night to go to the corner store. And I seen the person coming behind me, but I really never looked back. I never really looked back, you know, because I, I, I had been some places and done some things, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have a mind to be fearful, really, you know, but I noticed, you know, paid attention but I wasn't really scared. So I kept walking. He walking fast. He caught up with me. He said, hey, girl, how you doing? I said, all right. So where you going? I said, to the store. I'm going to the store, too. I said, okay, come on. We can go together. we walking on to the store. He said, well, uh, where you live? Right there where you was coming out of? I said, yeah. So oh, you live in uh, Avondale? I said, yeah. Kingston, one of them. I said, yeah. So we started talking. I said, look here. I said, do you go to a church? He said, no, baby, I don't go to church. He said, you go to church? I said, yeah. I said, matter of fact, I'm in the church. He said, oh, yeah? I said, yeah. I said, I don't mean I'm in that building now. I mean I'm in Jesus and he and me. He said, oh. I went on and ministered to him. He said, I ain't never met one like you before. He said, girl, I could marry you right now. I said, no, nah, I'm not the marrying kind right now. <laughs> yeah. And we went on to the store and come back. We became friends. Yeah. Because, see, had I turned his way and left God and satisfied my flesh, I would have been without him, really. I couldn't claim him as my own no more because I have left him. But what I had to do is remember, great is he. I had to remember, he's for you. He's worthy to talk about. You don't have to be ashamed of him. You may have to be ashamed of this person you're talking to because they can do some really crazy stuff, but you don't have to be ashamed of God. He's the one that brought you out when you needed it the most. He's been there the whole time for you. You cried unto him and told him you didn't have no food, he made a way. You told him you didn't have no job and you had a record, you had a number behind your name because you have been to prison. He opened up a door and made you the manager of one of the biggest companies in Birmingham. South Central Bell. In Jacksonville, we had Bell South. There they had South Central Bell. I was the building manager. I had keys to everything. They don't get nobody like that that doesn't been in the prison with a number, no keys to their stuff. I told him I needed a job. He did it for me. Told him I didn't have no food. He opened the door and made a way. <laughs> Glory. Told him I needed transportation. I didn't have a car. He opened the door and made a way for me to get a car with no down payment. Nice car. why. He was for me now. He was for me. I just had to remain to be for him. And I had to stay in his word and remember what his word said. I had to get a well-made-up mind daily. I had to make my mind up daily to stay with him. How many know when you give your life to Christ, that devil coming and and your flesh going to cut the pure donkey? Ooh, ooh, you're talking about some cutting up. That flesh going to cut up. And then the devil will whisper to it, you can't do this, this, and this. Nobody won't know you did it. Yeah, nobody but him that sees it all. Nobody but him can kill the body and the soul. <laughs> you trying to get me messed up, you rascal, you. You got to go. Yeah, get on out of here. In the name of Jesus, I bind you up before you leave. Now get on. Yeah. Why? The flesh was tempted. And he saw me fighting a good fight, so he was going to come and add to it, you know, make it a little bit more tougher for me by telling me easy things that I could do. Yeah. Nobody around, nobody won't know you took a shot of that crown. Oh, nobody but him that see it all. Uh, you you know what, all you got to do is go over there by Kango and uh, just ask Kango, hey, y'all got sacks of weed over here from somebody? Because, you know, people was always trading stuff for crack when they didn't have money. The crack smokers, they really wasn't into weed, so they might have a a bag of weed and say, hey, let let me me give you this uh, $25 bag and and you give me a $20 rock. I said, no, I can't do that either because I go over there and do that they gon' going to know. And right at, while I'm up in church clapping, that'll be when one of them come up in there and say, oh, yeah, you're clapping. <laughs> you're clapping and having a good time, huh? You weren't clapping when you came by Kango for that bag of weed the other day. Oh, it just been that way. Because the devil would have set it up like that. That's why when I come out in him, I come out telling it all. I come out with every testimony that I could remember. Because how many know the devil want to get you in a place when you're least expected around the ones that you respect and want them to respect you? That's when he'll tell all your undercover stuff. Oh, you thought nobody didn't know about that, didn't you? Oh, he got a dirty way of working with your flesh. He will work with that flesh as long as that flesh would allow him. And you think is you thinking like this, but he doesn't come in and add it to what your flesh wanted. Next thing you know, you're wide on doing what you shouldn't be doing. But when you find out God is for you, we want to work on being for him. Because if he be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. Oh, yes, he is. And it's all right this morning. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's for us today. All power, the God that have all power. There's no higher power. He's on your side today. Yeah. It's the church folks that mess it up. It's the church folks that judge wrong and donkey. The people of God, we're not like that because we understand it could have been me. We understand this, it could be me. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. It take fighting daily to stay with God. So I can't get out here and act like I got it so deep. I'm above everything and everybody. Just call me the high priest. The high priestess, yeah. Are you crazy? Barbara, are you a fool? Greater is he, not greater is Barbara. He have all power, not Barbara. I can only do all things through him. I can't do all things through Barbara. It's impossible. I'm limited. But he's unlimited, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And he's on our side today. He's for us all. He's not gonna leave nobody behind who wanna go. Mm Mm-mm. Because he wished that none should perish. You hear me say that every day. Over and over again. He wished that none should perish. He just needs some workers. He just needs some people to talk of his goodness and, and you know, and, and make lonely his deeds among the people. Yeah. And it's all right today. In Jesus' name. Lift up your head today, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting arms. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. He's for us this morning, all of us. Again, he's not leaving nobody behind. There may be things we are are striving with. I won't say struggling, striving with it. But we're striving to stay with him. We're striving to get to him. We're striving to obey him. It's all right. Because your motive is right and you're striving in the right direction. Now, if you're striving in the flesh, well, I don't have no money. I need to think of a way to get some. I'm going to run by John, boy, see what I can get from there. I'm going to run over here and do this. No, you, you, you're striving in your flesh. See, we're blessed if we suffer for his sake, not our own. When I put fornication down, I was blessed. He gave me a new mind, a new attitude. I could walk with my head up in him. I could be around the church people and say amen because I was no longer there. And I I would repent and I ask God, when this thing comes back around, Father, don't let it find me in the same place but that I have moved on in you. You have swept my house clean, and, Father, I refuse to bring not a one back up in here because if one comes, he's going to bring seven. And a few of them out of seven, they're going to bring a few more. See, I was battling with fornication, and I let one back in there. Now I, he come back in there, I'm wide open fornication, and now I'm going to commit adultery. Because they're coming back to destroy. They're coming back to add more that, until they completely take me out. Next thing I know, I got AIDS. And the AIDS I got, I'm dying from it. I'm not a carrier. I'm the one going to die from it. Yeah. Now, they didn't give me HIV. They they gave me the actual AIDS. Because the house was clean, but I allowed these spirits to come back in there. You gotta You got to strive. You got to battle. Put on the whole arm of God. You you got to weave and bob, stick and punch. Yes, sir. He come over here. You got to put Matthew four and two. He come over that way. You got to put Hebrew eleven and six. He come that way. You got to put Philippians four. You got to you, you, you just got to use it. He gave us the tools, and we got to remember the tools he gave us. Prayer will work. The scriptures work. The word of God sharper than any two edged sword. Ooh, it'll cut on the side it, It'll cut anything that's, that, that's not like God that's coming your way. It's got the power, but we got to use the tools. Because we got to realize when God is for us, he's not punishing us. He's trying to get us in a place of comfort. He's trying to get us in a place of, 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 of being there, staying there. He's trying to get us to keep staying power. Because well, your flesh don't want you to have it. No sir and no ma'am. That flesh don't want you to have the power to stay with God. It'll come and try to show you something. Oh, you, you doing that now? No, you, you should do this. Try this. Now you're lying. Flesh, I got to bring you under subjection. I got to just say no and mean it. Yeah, I got to just say no and mean what I say. Because God is for me. And although I'm striving, he's going to bring me through. He's got the strength to bring me out. He's got the strength to deliver me. He's got the power to set me free. I want to be free today, free in him. And whom the Son set free is free indeed. Oh, yes, sir and yes, ma'am. Hallelujah. Listen, let's go to morning prayer. And uh, after prayer, we're going to Scripture, and uh, we're going to yet talk about when God is for us today. Yeah, no one can stand against you when he's on your side. I promise you that. Even your enemies will bow unto you. Your enemies will give unto you. Your enemies will fight for you when God is for you. I don't like her, but you lying on her now. She didn't do that. You ain't got to lie on her. I don't like her. I really don't like her. But I know that's a lie. You ain't got to lie. Your enemies will fight for you. They'll bow down to you. They'll come to you and say, hey, look here, I was really mad with you. You know, I, 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 man, I, I wanted to really do something to you bad because of this, this, and this. But I found out, you know, you know, it wasn't what they said you did. It, it wasn't like that. You know, I found the two thousand out, I'm sorry, you know. I I see you're a good person and everything, and I'm sorry. It don't mean they want to hang out and associate and be your friend. They came to bow to you. They'll come over and give you stuff. Hey, I I, I heard you had a few problems, you know. Your house caught a fire, you know, your husband died or whatever, and I know it's a little rough, so... You know, I had all of this, and I'm not going to use it. I thought, you know, if you can use it, I'll bring it over here to you. Your enemies come to give to you. Why? God is for you. If He for you, who can stand against you? Where they at? Who is bigger and better than God who have all power? Who made the heavens and the earth? Where are they? They are not. There is none. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for your word, Father. We thank you for waking us up, clothed in our right minds. Thank you for the use and activities of our limbs. We thank you for another Tuesday morning to come before you to praise and worship you and to hear what you have to say to the church. Father, we thank you this morning that you know all things and you're on our side. We thank you this morning that your word says don't think more of yourself than you ought to. Because in due season, you will exalt us if we deserve exaltation. Father, we come this morning bringing every caller and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast. We ask this morning that, Father, you would forgive us for all our sins and wrongdoings, wrong thoughts, wrong speakings, and wrong feelings. And though our sins be scarlet today, we ask that you would wash us as white as snow. Cleanse us today, February the 16, 2021, from all unrighteousness, and give us a clean heart, O oh God. And renew the right spirit within us today. In the name of Jesus, we ask. We ask this morning, Father, touching and agreeing that Father, you would heal all of us from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet. Heal us spiritually, heal us mentally, and heal us physically today in the name of Jesus. We stand in the need of you, for, Father, without you, we can do nothing. We're leaning and depending on you to do it for us. We need you right now. Do it for us. We're your people. And, Father, many of us, we may be striving, but, Father, we're striving for perfection in you. And we ask today that you would do it through us and for us. You know the very intent of our hearts. Fix our hearts today. Regulate our mind in you. Help us to gird up today the loins of our mind in you, in the name of Jesus, in your word today. Father, send us to the scriptures that you would have us to go to that would make us better, that would make you better to see that we are your people. Help us today, Father. Father, Oh, we need you like never before in the name of Jesus. Many times we've said we needed you like never before, and we did, and it's right now again. That's every day, God. We need you. We need you more today than we needed you yesterday. And we ask for your help, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, this morning, Father, I ask today that you would open doors for your people and make ways. Father, those that stand in need of finances, some may need a place to live, may need a car to drive, may need a job. Uh, other bills may be due. Somebody sick this morning. God, we ask that you would do it. But, Father, what you do, it won't be undone. Oh, we ask that you would do it again today in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now. Father, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military ask that you would bless widowers and bereaved families and fatherless children and intercessory prayer people. I bless Israel and Jerusalem. Bless preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you and love for your people. Father, we ask this morning that you would continue to bless America in the leadership. But, Father, we ask that you would take over and that you would show man that you're God. Ah, oh, and without you, nothing can be done. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas, everywhere, those that are in hiding. Lord, hiding to, to love you, hiding to share you. Father, open doors and make ways for them today. Those that stand in need of food and clothes and shelter and finances overseas, our brothers and sisters, move by your spirit today for them. In the precious name of Jesus, bless those that are in Canada, God. Or you know what they need today as well. We thank you this morning for hearing and answering our prayers. And, Father, we ask that you would bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Bless your people here today like never before in the name of Jesus. Help them to remember what you said, Father. Oh, in Jesus' name we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you today, Father. We thank you for being on our side. Father, we thank you for being for us. Oh, we thank you today. We can't thank you enough. Hallelujah. Thank you for looking beyond fault, yet meeting our needs. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. There is none like him today. Yeah. He's looking beyond all the foolishness because he knows. That man's heart can be evil. And he knows that once man's heart is evil, he will continue. He's not going to stop. He said over there with Noah in Genesis, that's why he was going to destroy man. He said, I I will always strive with man because his heart is evil. And he continues to be evil. I'm going to have to get rid of man. Because man is just not going to come to me and stay. Man is just not going to do right. And I know God feel that way today. I've given them all the tools they need and more. And they're not going to use the tools I gave them. They're not going to fight the good fight of faith. They're not going to put on the whole armor. They're just going to let their flesh just rule and reign. They're going to let their enemy just rule and reign in their lives. He wants better for us, much better. He comes that we might have life and have it more abundant. Not just when we go back with him but right here on the earth. I sleep good at night. I've done nobody wrong. I'm not hiding from nobody. When my head hit the pill in about three minutes I'm out and storing good. <laughs> Why wow, I rest out in him. I prayed and then sometimes I'm still praying. And when I know that thing I done went on out in the rest. Yeah. And I thank God for it. All of this is when He's for you. He made ways again where we see no ways. He opened doors we didn't even know a door was closed. He changed hearts and minds of men. They told you at the interview they'll call you. Three days then went by and you didn't hear nothing, but on the fifth day you got the call, you got the job. But looking at your resume, they said that you didn't have all that their company was looking for. But by the fifth day, you had the job. Yeah. He's that kind of God, I'm telling you today. I was in a place called Fairbanks, Alaska. Looked at the ad for three long weeks. I want y'all to hear about it. It was 19 days I was looking at this ad. They wanted a cook. The flesh kept telling me. No, they're not going to hire you. Uh, they're they looking for somebody with a degree in cooking. Every day I saw that ad in the paper. I would look at it. <laughs> and I should have known right then, but I didn't pay no attention. Now they're going to want, I, I'm listening to my flesh. Ain't no good thing in it. The flesh will keep you from your blessing every time. And the devil will come in with it and, and, and speak and then encourage the flesh. To make you fall, he come to steal, kill, and destroy. So on the nineteenth day, the Lord spoke and said, uh, "Call." I picked the phone up, but said it. You know, I knew you better do this yet. When I called the lady, I had never heard. She, I know, she didn't know me. She said, "Where have you been? I've been waiting on you. You holding me up." She said, "Over here." I'm thinking to myself what, because, you know, I tried to be a professional, what I call. I said, hello, uh, I'm Barbara Mack, and I'm calling about the ads you have in the paper for a cook. And she said, yeah, where have you been? You holding me up. I need you to get on over here. Come on. I'm like, wow, well, who talked to people like this about a job? So I went over. The very same day I went over. I got the keys to the building and everything. She told me to go to First Avenue, make the application, leave there, go for a a drug test. Over on First Avenue, they would take care of the background check. I did that, and I got that done within, it looked like, 30 minutes, and I was back over there to the job. When I got back to the job, she was gone. The very first day, do y'all hear what I'm telling y'all? If God is for you, when God is for you, Things are done different way, many times. It's not done in the traditional way. It's not done in the regular way. It's not done in the normal way. When God is for you, the head lady came, the program director, she said, Barbara, uh, Frida left these keys for you. And she said, You know where everything is at. <laughs> well, what Frida was talking about is this you got a kitchen at your house. I know you cook at home. Go on back there and cook. I got to go. When I went over there to talk to her, she took me on a tour of the kitchen and things. That was a daycare, and that was an all-women center for battered battered women. I had to get back there. It was about 10 o'clock in the morning. had to get back there, give the daycare a snack, go back in there and get the dishes and things from the daycare, Run out there and begin to put stuff in the, in the steam table, set it up, and everything to get lunch started. The women that they came in the dishes in the pots, swept and mopped the dining room, poured All I had to do was basically cook. After lunch, I started dinner. God gave me favor with the head lady, the big, big boss, not the program director, but the program i say administrative. She's she above everything and everybody. Her name was Cindy. She was, she was a native, what they call an Eskimo. God gave me favor with her. She said, Barbara, I'm going to fix it so you'll travel around. She said, you'll be like what they call a floater, but she had another name for it. Now, look, this encouraged me. I got hyped because I'm not in one place. I became a CO, correctional officer. I, I became a lot of different things. Each program required something else. Listen, with the number behind my name, somebody not hear me today. With the record of being the dope lady, or somebody don't hear me. When God is for you, I'm talking about, when he's for you, I worked there, made more money than I ever made in my life. I had been over there the human director, I mean human resources director. Every time he opened up a labor pool, he brought me in. But he had never paid me like this. I went from one program to another. Look like each program I went to, they kicked it up a notch. I'm like Emory this morning, they kicked that money up the pay, they kicked it up a notch. They kicked it up so it was Thanksgiving, coming up to Thanksgiving, the day before. I was off that day, but they was having Thanksgiving dinner at the program where I was working, Rap Purdue, And I told the supervisor, I said, Look, Y'all asking everybody to bring a covered dish. I said, I'm off that day, I said, but I'll go ahead and bring stuffing in. So I went and dropped my stuffing off, and there was this lady called me and told me her friend was in the hospital. Will you go up there and pray for my friend? I said, yeah. So I dropped the stuffing off at Rapidoo. They didn't have a check yet. I come on over to the hospital to go up to pray for the lady. That was the head lady in the elevator, the Hopper. She said, I was headed over there to see you. I said, yeah. She said, yeah. She said, uh, you bringing a cover dish? I said, I already been over there, Annie, and dropped it off. She said, really? I said, yeah. She said, I'm going by there and getting some of that stuff. And I said, okay. She said, and I have your paycheck. Look at this. Look at this. I dropped the stuffing off to the job. The check wasn't at the job. I'm on the elevator going up to the to a room to pray for a lady I don't even know. Here, the big, big lady with all the checks gave me my check. Look, y'all, she gets off the elevator, and I'm still riding up. I just had to open the envelope and peep just a little bit. The check was for over $1,500. One week worth for work. I want y'all to hear me today. When God is for you, this is what I'm talking about. When He's for you, not when your flesh is for you, not when the sometime it might be wanna be church people is for you. Not 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 when the supervisor on the job that give you uh, the devil because he just don't like you. He don't even like what you stand for. You look too clean for him. He know what's in you and it's not in him. But when God is for you. So I seize the see the pay. I'm in the elevator. Thank you, Jesus. I got good news. You know, I got me a song and thing. I'm jumping in the elevator. Well, I get up on the floor where the lady at, and I go find her room, and I go in there to pray with her. I didn't know this lady, but I told her her friend Sherry had sent me over there to pray, and she said, "Yeah, I need prayer. Pray for the lady." I forgot what she had now, Louis. Something. And they weren't looking for her to recover, really. I prayed for this woman, caught the elevator back down, jumped in my van, went on back home to start our Thanksgiving dinner. A couple of days later, Cheryl called me and said, Sister Barbara, I said, yeah. She said, you know, my friend, you went and prayed for that hospital. I said, yeah. She said, Sister Barbara, this woman healed up and she home. I said, what? She said, Sister Barbara, she's home doing anything she used to do, get out of here. When God is for you, because I prayed the prayer of faith and left it alone. I didn't pray the prayer of faith and kept hanging around now. Kept worrying about it, well, Lord, when you're going to heal her. When God is you going to heal this woman, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do for her. She scared for her friends. I need you to hear. I didn't do all of that. Prayed that prayer faith and dropped it right there and went on. I gave it to him and walked away because this is what we have to do. Yeah, they told me if you're going to worry, don't pray. If you're going to pray, don't worry. So if you're going to pray, don't hold on to it. Once you turn it loose, turn it loose in God's hand. Put it in his hand and walk, walk away because when he's for you, not only is he going to hear, but he's going to answer your prayer. It always come in the way that you want it to come, but nevertheless, God is going to bless you with an answered prayer. And what he do, no one can undo it. And what he, he undo, nobody can put it back together. Uh, he's Almighty God to have all power. Look, I'm looking at Genesis chapter 14, and the side, I'm starting at the first verse, and this is what it says. And it came to pass in the days of Am- Amraphel, Amraphel, that's it, Amraphel, thank you, Lord. King of Shannon Ariach, king of, of Ezzelah, echera uh, Latimo. y'all know I can't pronounce, pronounce these names, they're they not American names, king of Elam, and entitled king of nations. So they got together here, they got together, that these made war with bera king of Sodom. There's this Amethel and, and Shinar and, and Arach and, and, and cherodomla uh, title. They, they made war with the king of Sodom and with Brisha, the king of Gomorrah. Uh, Shinnab, king of Atma and Shemibur king of Zeboam and the king of Bela, which is Zor. Now, they made war with these people, Sodom and Gomorrah and these other kings, and all these were joined together in the vale of Sidon, which is the sea salt, down around Canaan, down around in that area. So they made war, and they came together in the valley. Twelve years they served this one king, uh, Cheddar, Cheddar Lamar. and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. They got tired of him, I guess, and said, hey, we're not doing this no more. So in the fourteenth year, the kings that were with him, the, this Chetolamora, uh, and they smoked the ramsims and the astrals, and the, uh, they, 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 they fought against all these other people. Yeah. It, 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 oh, they had it going on. They had it going on. I'm telling y'all, it was a big fight. And the Horites in their mountain, sir, unto uh, Ephraim, which is by the wilderness. Yeah, all these kings got together and come against them, and then they got sick of them and left them, and then he grouped up with another group of them. And they returned and came to Emisfat which is Kadash, and smote all the country of the Amalekites. Them Amalekites was always getting beat up. <laughs> and also the Amorites that dwelt in Haza Tamar. I think that's the way we're going to pronounce it. And there went out the king of Sodom and the king of Gomorrah and the king of Admah, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, the same as Zorah. And they joined battle with them in the vale of Siddim, in the valley of Siddim. They joined in with them. Well, <clears throat> uh, with Chedalomer the king of Elam, and Tadal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arach, king of Ezra, four kings with five. So they, they done got together now. All right, And the vale of Sidon was full of slime pits. In the valley it was full of slime pits. And the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled fled, and fell there. And they that remained fled to the mountains. Yeah, they, they done come together. They're a bad team. And they just taken over everything and tearing up everything. But somebody got away. Because them that was left they they ran to the mountains. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah. And all their victuals and went their way. You know, they went down there and took over and took all the goods out of there. Well what back in the day they used to call it uh oh, I forgot what they called it, but it was whatever they had, they, they took it all. Gold, the children, the wives, the crops, the pigs, the hogs, the cows, whatever they had, they took it all. And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, took Lot's nephew, I mean took Abraham's nephew, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. This was before Abraham became Abraham. He was Abram back then. And Lot was his nephew, and they took all his stuff and they left, took him too, took him with them. And there came one that had escaped. Remember, they fled to the mountains that was left. There came one that had escaped and told Abram, the Hebrew. <laughs> he that dwell in the plain of Man and Amorite, brother of Eshcol and brother of Anar, and these were confederate with Abram. They, You know, they, they knew him, they was with him, you know, he, Abram is the man, you know. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in, the, in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Now listen, I want you to remember this, when God is for you, when God is for you. Because, see, He going up to battle all these kings with their people. He had 318. That was his number. But when he heard that and took his brothers and took a lot and all this stuff, he armed these trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. This is another thing that come to mind right there, Lord. Treat people right. If they work for you, treat them right. If it's your yard man, treat them right. If you got a housekeeper, treat them right. You got pest control, treat the people right. Whatever you got, whoever you have, treat them right. You never know when you're going to need these people on your side. All right? We're moving further. In verse 15 it says, and he divided himself against them. He and his servants by night and smote them and pursued them unto Habar, which is on the left hand of Damascus. Damascus, I'm sorry, Damascus. Look at this. God even God even gave him the plan of how to go back and get his stuff and his and his family. And anything else he wanted over there. Divide yourself against them. And y'all go in by night. Oh, see, they're not looking for this. Y'all go this way. Go over here by harbor. Because over there, they're not going to see you creeping in there to get them. When God is for you this morning, I tell you, and he brought back all the goods. He brought back all the goods. And also brought again his brother Lot and his goods. And the women also and the people. Abram went in there, who is Abraham, went in there and took back what they had came and took from him. You got my family over here. You you got my daughter locked up in jail. You got my son in jail. You got my grandmom over there at the nursing home, you're not treating her right. I'm coming. But when I come, I'm coming in the name of the Lord. It's it's about to be some changes. And if you don't watch me, I own everything you got. Because God will give me what you got to pay me for the damage you done done to me, for the pain you done caused me, for the problems you done caused me. Verse 17 says, And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return. From the slaughter. Look, from the slaughter, Abraham went over there and he wasn't playing. <laughs> of this king, uh, Lama, yeah, Lama, that's what I'm calling him. And of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shavah, which is the king's dale. Oh, they don't went over there and tore it up. Abraham went over there and tore it up. Give me my stuff and give me my relatives. Everything that belonged to us, we coming out with it. Y'all do what you got to do, but we don't caught you when it's dark. We caught you when you was least expected. See, you wasn't expecting nobody to come and rescue them. See, you wasn't expecting me to come over to the nursing home at 10 o'clock in the morning. You was looking for me to come after work and check on my grandmama. I came at 10, and I see how y'all doing. Yeah. And Meshavadak, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, processor of heaven and earth. See, when God be for us and the enemy come against us, and we remember it's God that would raise the standard. God will show the world who who's for you and who is in you. I can remember praying a prayer of faith in Birmingham. as because the people was picking at me, you know. My old friends. you know, Well, not friends, friends, but people I had associated with. And one of them used to be a friend. We used to club together and, you know, do all kind of crazy stuff. And they was, you know, laughing at me because I was in the church. Now, you know, they had to go. They separated. They stepped from me because they didn't want none of that. I need just a little more Jesus. Now they didn't want. A, they don't want no Jesus. So I prayed one day and I said, Lord, I said, show these people why I love you. I said, God, just show them why I love you. Listen, He gave me a brand new car. 1994 Mercury Tracer from the Lincoln Mercury Place. (laughs) Yeah. Here they come. Girl, how you got that car? I said, I prayed and asked the Lord for it. "Mm, Well, how can we pray and ask him for it? I said, hold your hands out. I'll never forget this. I said, hold your hands out. I had them holding their hands out with their head down. And I started praying for them. Yeah. I'll never forget that. No matter what, if God be for you, the enemies can't do you no harm. So what if folk laugh at you? Let them laugh. Oh, but you'll have the last laugh. Because if God be for you, when he's for you, hallelujah, he's more than the whole world against you. Ah, yeah. So look, when I look at 20, it says, And blessed be the Most High God, which has delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Look what he did. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me thy persons, and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hands unto the Lord, the Most High God, the processor of heaven and earth that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is mine. Lest thou shouldst say I have made Abram rich, save only that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men which went with me. and Eshcol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. Yeah, I don't want none of it. I went and got my nephew and all this stuff back. I don't want nothing. But they got to see. God blessed Abraham. The priest came out to him. And Abraham even gave the priest, I believe, a little tithe. Yeah. But look, when God is for you, He's more than the whole world against us. Ah, uh, yeah. See, because this is what happened. Abram took back what belonged to him. He got Lot delivered out of all of that. Because Abram was a man of faith. Do y'all hear me? He was a man who believed God. He believed in God so God counted his faith as righteousness. It is. When when I look at Genesis 14 and 24, save only that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men which went with me, Abner, Eshcol, and Mamre, uh, let them take their portion. I'm blessed over here. I don't need their stuff. The same God that used me to go and deliver them is the same God I can ask for what I want. That's why I, I, I share with everybody. Ask for what you want. Open your mouth and tell God what you want. Lord, I I want the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I I want a brand new car. I want a brand new truck. I I, I want a boat. I want a yacht. I, I want my own business. I'm tired of working for people. I want this. I want, I want my house repaired. I, want, I told you, open your mouth and speak it. And when you speak it, mean it, and believe that God is going to give it to you, it's yours. I spoke repairs around here. I spoke brand new refrigerator, brand new stove. Here it comes. I spoke the gutters getting fixed, replaced. Here it comes. Motor in the garage door. Here it comes. And there's some other things. I'm about to do some tree trimming in a few days. Yeah, tree trimming. Floors, the kind I want. This, that, and the other. It's coming. Because I speak those things that are not as though they were in Jesus' name. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. So, the point here is what God can do if he's for you. That's the whole point. What he can do if he's for you. When you think on this, when God is for you, what do you think of? What do you think he can do for you, really? I've seen him heal the sick. I believe he walked on water. I could see it in my mind, but I just believe it. I wasn't there, but I believe it. I've seen him make ways out of no ways for me. I, I, I've seen him raise up things I thought I would never have for me, because I continued to believe him. I continued to believe his word, not my own. His though it carried, I had to wait, but nonetheless it came. If I can have the patience to wait on him, keep walking in him. Keep holding on to His word. Keep applying His word to my everyday life. Yeah. Now, if He tell me to turn something loose, I got to let it go. Cause He got better for me, or He's gonna do something better. Oh yeah. So there are certain things that must be in you, and you must do. It's got to be some things in you, and some things you got to do. If we walk in the Spirit, we have nothing to concern ourselves about. If we are in Jesus, we are walking after the Spirit and not after the flesh. Yeah. So I I went over after all of this now. I went over and I took a look in Romans, in Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 1. And I looked in there, and I I put it with this because I said, now, Abraham had to do some stuff, Abram. Abram had to be a certain kind of way. Yeah. But he wasn't wasn't all that perfect, now, I want to warn you. When it came to matters of the heart and the flesh, Abram stepped out to do some things. Because he wanted these things so he really wanted these things he wanted that boy and he he, he was willing to do anything to get a boy to get a son <laughs> there were some other things there too Abram would lie and tell Sarah to lie yeah this same Abraham that God called friend. He called Abraham his friend because Abraham, he was a man of faith. No matter what he did, he believed God. Do you hear what I say? He believed God. I followed up what old Sarah was talking about and went in the Haggai. Here come Ishmael. I told the king this was my sister when really it's my wife because I was afraid he was going to kill me for my, so- for my wife. Might have killed her too. So I lied over there. But I yet believe God. He went on and gave me this boy. He went on and gave me Isaac. He promised me a son, and he did what he said. But he come back and appeared to have me to sacrifice this boy, this one and only boy I got that I love so much. I waited all these years until I was almost 100. Then he blessed me with this boy. Now he's asking me to sacrifice this boy. But yet when God is for you this morning, when God is for you, hey, Abraham went on up. He got all the tools and everything he needed, the wood and everything to make the sacrifice. The baby asked him, the son asked him, said, well, daddy where's the sacrifice. Don't worry about that, Isaac. God will provide. Hallelujah. He couldn't tell his son, you to sacrifice. God want me to slay you. Yeah. But he went on to obey God. He went on and showed that he believed in God's soul. When he got ready to start the sacrifice and got ready to slaughter the baby, he God told him, hold up, Abraham, don't touch him. Look over there in the thicket, over there in the bush. I got a ram over there in the bush for you. When God is for you, he'll have a ram in the bush for you. When God is for you, he will make ways where there is no way. When God is for you, he'll raise up a stand. When God is for you, he'll prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. Oh, I feel all right right there this morning. When God is for you, you got to know He's for you. Look back at what He did. Look at what He's done. Send His Son Jesus the Calvary for us. Suffered, bled, hung, died, conquered, all rose with all power. He didn't just stop there, He saved us. He didn't stop there, He let us learn about Him and gave us the mind to believe. I'm not saying we're perfect, but we believe. And that's what he needs this morning. He needs somebody believing in him. He needs somebody who can trust him because he's for us. And if we're believing trust, he's going to show you. When you're for me, this is what I'll do. I'll give you the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Don't worry about no credit. I'm for you. The earth is mine, the fullness thereof, the world, and David, and you ain't got nothing to worry about. I'm for you this morning, but do you believe? Do you trust me? I got you on that job, and I'm going to promote you. It looks like there's no way to be promoted on this job, there's no way for an increase to come in, 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 in a raise. He'll turn it all around for your good. He'll put things in place, a policy and procedure in place. You ain't never heard of a company like that having this kind of stuff just for you because you're there. So look, I went on over to Romans chapter 8, and I looked at verse 1, and this is what it says. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We got to remain with the Spirit of God. We we got to strive to have the Spirit of God in us. We got to strive to obey the Spirit of God. When you hear my voice, harden not your heart. I I might not speak to you all the time through your pastor. I might speak to you through a frog. I might speak to you to a leaf on the ground. I might speak to you through the tree. And no audio voice, but you understand everything I'm saying. But I need you walking in the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. See whom that son said free, I'm free and be. I ain't gotta burn no incense, no bullocks, no, no goats, no nothing, no pigeon. I don't gotta do none of that. All I gotta do today is believe and confess confess, believe, believe, and confess, ask God for what I want and mean it from my heart. Get in his word and stay there, praying for wisdom of his word. I'm talking about you got to ask God for it, and you got to mean it. You can't play. If you want it, you got to ask for it. He's willing to give it to you. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh as a sin condemned sin in the flesh. I hope you understand when God is for you because sometimes people sit back and say, "Oh, I want to pray for that, but I can't pray for it because I took me a drink last night i i I really wanna I really want God to do this and that, but I can't." I can't ask him to clean me up in the saving thing because I've been clubbing all year. What? <laughs> if we go to him, he will in no wise cast us out. He's looking for them that's got a broken heart. He's looking for them that's been downtrodden. He's looking for them that the church force folk pointing their finger at him. And telling them some crazy stuff. A young lady was telling me last night how she went to this church. And she she was in college. And this young man invited her to church, and she went. All she had, basically, I'm assuming, was Hoochie Mama stuff. Y'all heard of Hoochie Mamas? That's all she had. She wore what she had. And she said they called one of the ladies, called her to the side, I'm assuming the mother of the church, and told her don't come back with that kind of stuff on. She said, but the way she said it, it hurt her feelings so bad. No offering of, I'll buy you some clothes. Because if I step to you about something, I'm willing to do something about what I'm telling you about. I'm not just going to tell you about it and leave you uh, hanging in the balance, as they say, and figure it out for yourself. Had I gone to her, I would have been like, baby, you, you need some help with church clothes? Because she already knew, you know, she was in error, but she wanted to go to church. So, baby, you need some church clothes, yes, ma'am. What's your address? What size clothes you wear? If I'd have had to go in my own pocket. You know, and I'm out of, give me your phone number. Come go with me. We're going to pick you out something nice. And after we shop, we're going to have a little lunch and laugh and talk a little bit. And love and kindness have I drawn to you. You don't just tell people about yourself and don't do nothing about it, especially they knew or they've been away from God. Yeah, you you got to put some, something down here for them to fall on. Because if you let them hit the concrete floor, they might bust their head over them, all the blood run out. they dead now. They're not coming back. Um, they ain't coming back. But church folks that do all of this to people. There's a difference in church folks and God folks. I'm telling you the truth. There's a big difference. Yeah, church folks, they judgmental. They hug in them buildings. They do everything up in that building. They talk a good game. But make one of them real mad and see what you get. Woo! I don't want to be there for it. (laughs) And verse 4, because see, God wants you to know there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Look now, if you believe, if you believe God got something for you, because it all starts with faith. Those of us that come to him, we must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And the spirit of God is not like the spirit of man. Woo The Spirit of God don't have no gun on you talking out, okay then, you got that short skirt on, I'll shoot you right because that's what they do. <laughs> you 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 done took a two or three drinks of that crown, what you had Hennessy? Gray goose, what you had? I'm going to shoot you right here. Yeah, and they blow you down with their words. God is not like that. God is a God of love, and he'll love you past the foolishness, but he'll begin to teach you in a way that you can understand. Yeah. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent in his own son in the likeness of sin for flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Why does he do this? He sent his son to see what it is we was going through. What keeps your flesh ruling and reigning in your life? What is this thing? So he sent his son, made the word flesh. The scripture said the flesh dwelt with men. And this to in, in, in verse 3 of Romans 8, chapter 8, it says, For sin condemns sin in the flesh, and for sin condemns sin in the flesh. And no good thing in that flesh, we got to get rid of it. We got to get past it. We got to kill it. It's got to die. You got to bring it under subjection. Well, how can I do that? You got to seek God. I can't do it for you. Because once we begin to do that, now we begin to walk in the Spirit of God. And we're no longer fulfilling the lust of our flesh. Verse 5 says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. And that's true. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. See, when we let our flesh rule and reign, that's all we think about. You can't tell me nothing. It's my thing. I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't care who like it and who don't. I'm in my flesh. But if I get in the spirit, I have more respect. More respect for God and you. Yes, I will. Because I don't want to offend you in any kind of way. I don't want to make you feel bad in any kind of way. I don't want to put you down. I don't want you to think, I think I'm above you. Because we all, we all have sinned and come short of the glory. We all got some stuff to come up in in Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And it's not just talking about the physical death, it's talking about the spiritual death, too. 'Cause if all you' thinking about when I get off work, I'm about to go over here and get me a pint. I'm gonna go over here under the tree with the boys or whoever under there. I'm gonna take me some weed under there, and the new word is turn up. We are gonna turn up over there. We just gonna do it big and this and that. I know I got to go to work in the morning, but I feel like you know, feeling good and hanging out. Carnally minded. That thing will drive you. Your flesh will drive you. Oh, they got a Benz across the street. The the, the, the Joneses done got them a Benz over there. I'm going to go get me a Rolls Royce. You're not making Rolls Royce money. (laughs) Plus you got other bills. You will drive yourself to do these things. It's your flesh. You see, they got to bend and pray for them. Lord, let them make every payment on time. And the other bills in their house, God bless them. They never miss a beat with their bills. Yeah. You're not over there talking about what they got over there. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get better than they got. I'm going to show them how to ride. No, you're not going to do that. Because you're, you're not carnalizing. Yeah, but you're spiritually minded. And you're going to have life and peace. You're going to live good. Even if you got a hut with two palm trees, you're going to be good. Because you've got almighty God who have all the power. Yeah. In verse 7, because the corner of mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God; neither, indeed, can be. It don't come subject to the word of God. It's against right. It's against holiness. It's against cleanness. Cause see, when we corner minded, we lust. We prideful. We we always gonna show people. Uh, what we're capable of doing. We're always in the impressing mode. We really don't love nobody, if I'm honest. We try, but we ain't got that yet. We don't have the spirit of God. We're carnal-minded. We're doing things according to our flesh. He said, for it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. It don't. The flesh don't come subject to the word of God. Yeah. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Now that's what he said. You can't hold it against me. I wasn't there when he inspired man to write it. But that's what he said, and I believe it. So then, if we carnal minded, we in the flesh, we can't please God. we got to deal in the spirit. He even said, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Now, that's what he said. I didn't say it. I had nothing to do with it. I'm just delivering what he said, what his words. Nine said, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwells in you, now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You don't belong to him in other words. So if your mind telling you what to do that's right, to draw closer to God, to get with God, I need God, He working on you. And he may not deliver everything overnight. Yeah, but that's what he said And if Christ be in you The body is dead Because of sin But the spirit is life Because of righteousness And remember now He counted Abraham's faith As righteousness Because Abraham believed He went into Haggai He committed adultery Do you know that? He lied to the king, yet God called him friend. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Yeah. Don't give up. Remember when God is for you. Yeah. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, and that brethren, that's a generic term, man or woman. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh now, to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They're not called the sons of God. They are the sons of God. We have to go back to the old path. Take a look around. Make our calling and election sure. Go back to to yourself. Look at where you first received him. Some of us received him, and boy, we were telling everybody, oh, I'm in the church now. I'm saved now. I should be." And come up with it. I'm not in the building. I'm in Jesus. Oh, I was quick to tell people that. I'm not just after no building now. I'm not just after what go on in the building. I'm after Jesus. Yeah, I remember those days. So looking at Romans, it teaches us a lot of things to consider and apply. we got to consider these things apply them to our daily life. God has things in place that will keep us safe and keep us, period, always winning, no matter what comes our way. Why is that, Barbara, when God is for you? The keys to the blessing and miracles of Almighty God is to know the keys and obey by applying the keys to our daily life. Yeah. You know what the key is? Yeah. Uh, Once you continue to put the keys in the price, soon it will be you. It will become you. You will become a part are the keys. No matter what the keys will always come up, uh, which is the word of God. The keys is the word of God. Our words do not have the same power as the words of God. My words ain't ain't about nothing. But the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It'll cut out of you what shouldn't be in you and let you bleed it out. So you're right back up. You're good to go. The word to put in you what should be in you if you stay with it. What we know about keys are they open doors. No one can can go into your your building door, your house door, your office door without a key. Keys are made for certain doors. Without a key, you must break in. Every door you you usually have a different key unless you put the same lock on it, but you still need a key to get in. Now, if you had a right key, it's easier to get in because you don't have to break in. Yeah. Abraham had the right keys. Because when we look at Romans 8, 2 through 31, it tells us all about it, the spirit of God, the law of God, the word of God. Many times we have tried to fight our own battles and lost. There are times when many think they have God and believe they are on the right path, yet uh, not knowing or having the right keys. You don't know which key go to what. And then you find out you don't have the right key. Some people try to use the keys to fit their lifestyle to make them feel better. Yeah. While they're walking in their flesh and not going... Walking towards God. They're not walking towards him. They're going backwards. Yeah. They're not uh, separating themselves. They're not trying. Things get worse and not better. The end result of our daily life are to complete the will of Almighty God each day. Each day we're working on completing his will. Not my will be done, but, Father, your will be done in my life daily. Help me to apply these keys to my daily life, that it will open the door for me, that I'll keep the faith, I'll keep trusting you, I'll continue to walk upright before you. Lord, you made me, you know about me. You know I'm not perfect, I'm striving. God, you know where I've been, what I've done, you know what I'm doing. I need your help today, for without you, I can do nothing. Your word said to cast my cares upon you, for you care for me. I'm casting my cares upon you. My care is that I get right with you. My care is that I walk with these keys, opening every door of your word that I need to keep me strong in you. At the end of the day, we can feel and say, I did all I could do to please God today. I wasn't perfect. I, I was striving, but I strived for him. And if he wakes me up in the morning, I'm going to try my best to do a little more towards him. Yet we repent for any sin or wrong we have done and ask God to be accepted of our daily activities. Lord, accept me for who I am right now. Have mercy on me, and God, help me to get it right with you. I can't do it on my own. Them people made me so mad, I cussed them out. Lord, help me. (laughs) My coworker on the job did me wrong, God, and I went right back and did something wrong against them. Help me today. Forgive me, Lord. I'm going to go and ask them to forgive me, too, because I shouldn't have got that mad with them. Your words say I could be angry, but sin not. But, God, I got angry and I sinned. Help me, Lord. See, because he already know. He already know. I have a friend. He was on Haron Shooting Haran. I didn't know him during these days. I knew him. When he had gotten off a of heron and got in the church, he gave me his testimony. He said, Bob, when I, I, I first come to the Lord, he said it was like this. He said, I was over in the hood, and I, I, I didn't have no job and thing, but
3: I had to have a
2: Haran. He said, so I went to the weed boy, and I said, look, can I get a couple of bags of weed and, uh, He said to himself, you get the weed and you sell the weed for $5 a bag. Break it down, sell it for $5 a bag. That way you're going to have money to buy your heroin. He said, and this guy came up and said, hey, man, won't you come go to church with me? He said, mine wasn't on no church or nothing. His mind was going to keep in his habit supply. He said, but the guy kept on, kept on. You know, every time he looked look around, the guy was over there asking him to go to church. he said, hey, man, I, I ain't got no clothes to go to church. So the guy told him, he said, well, hey, I'll bring you a suit, shirt, tie, shoes, whatever you need. Just come on go to church, man. God got something for you. He said, and the guy got him the suit and everything, and he was sharp. He said, Bob, I was sharp in that suit and thing. He, he brought me the perfect thing to wear that made me feel comfortable going around these church people. He said he went in there and he heard the word. And he said that word was cutting him. Wow, wow. He said he was holding himself separate in seat. And at the end of the preaching, the man did the altar call. He said, but he didn't have no intentions of going to nobody altar. <laughs> he said, because in all of his pockets, he had weed. And after church, he was going to sell his weed and get his hair on. He said, but he couldn't sit in that seat. He said he tried to hold himself in the seat, but he couldn't stay. He said he was trembling. The next thing he knows, he said his legs was wobbly, but he was making it on down to that altar. He said, oh, I can't fight this thing. He went on down to the altar and received God. He said, and when they got through with him on the altar and everything, he got up, you know, went back to his seat. He said, he sat there and he told the Lord, he said, hey, God, you know I got this weed on me and I can't lose this money. But, Lord, if you let me sell this weed, I won't sell no more and I won't do no more dope. He said he left church, went and stole the weed, got rid of it. He never went back to shooting Haron or none of that. He started going to church. He started going to Bible study. He said, because his experience in that seat, he couldn't keep himself in that seat. He said he knew God was real. And if God could do that, he could do much more. Yeah. But we just got to get real with him. Tell him all about it. Tell him all about it. Lord, every now and then, you know, The old man want to come up and have me remembering things that people done did to me, you know, and I want to go there and hit him in the head with a cast iron skillet, you know. Uh, Lord, yesterday I didn't give you the full day. Uh, Lord, I ain't been praying like I'm supposed to be praying. I've been slacking on the prayer, watching more TV. I've been going out more and not praying, you know. I, I haven't been studying your word or even reading your word like I'm supposed to, but... Lord, I need you to forgive me and help me. See, this is what he wants us to come to him with. I, I, I don't know if I'm saved. I, I don't know if I got the Holy Ghost. I don't know. But, Lord, if I don't have it, I want it. And I believe that you so love me, you sent your only begotten son, that if I believe, I won't perish but have everlasting life. Now, Lord, forgive me for all the wrong I done done. I done did some wrong round right here, God. I done sinned against you. Have mercy on me. Come into my heart and live forever. I believe you, God. I believe you love me enough to do this for me. Whatever you want to tell him. And don't stop right there, but go back to the Word as often as you can. Pray as often as you remember. Just have a conversation with him. You know, I've been walking through the house. I just talked to them through the house. Well, Lord, this and that and that and this. Nothing in particular. I might tell them about something I've been thinking. You know, Lord, I've been thinking about opening up a business. Lord, I've been thinking about this and that. I've been thinking about getting married. God, I've been thinking about, you know, if I had a husband, this, that, and that. Whatever it is you've been thinking. And if you need something, tell him, Lord, I, I need strength. I need you to deliver me. I need to be set free. I believe you, God, but I know I'm not, I'm not set free. I, I, I'm still in bondage to some things. I, I need you to set me free. For your words say, whom your son set free is free indeed. I'm, I'm set free from everything. I, I need you to come in and set me free from it all. Set me free from the flesh. Help me to let my flesh die so you can live. You got to talk to them about things. Because, see, we go to church. Some of us, he come a sign, let him come on the Kawasaki. We saw him in the Mitsubishi. We speaking in some kind of tongues around here. And we ain't got it together. We acting like the church folks. They don't have it together. You hear me? They're judgmental. They'll put you in hell before they put you in heaven. And we don't want to be that way. We want to be the children of God who has been set free. Free enough to know I come to help you because in that area I'm a little bit stronger than you. And the strong bear the infirmities of the weak. But I didn't come to show you how strong I am and how much better off I am than you. That's not what I come for. I come in love that if I can be a blessing to you, this is what I want to do. I know God hears my prayers so we can pray together. And many times you ain't got to tell me what's wrong. All you got to say is, can we pray? I got a call yesterday because uh, uh, people know where I've been and what I've done. And sometimes if they have a loved one to go to jail, they'll call me. Sometimes if they got a son or daughter out there peddling dope, they'll call me. Because they know I'm not going to hold nothing against nobody. Been there, done that. If it wasn't for the grace of God, his mercy and his love for me, where would I be? I can't can't down nobody. I can't put my foot on nobody's neck. Well, look here, you out here selling dope? Come on from out here. No. I had a situation in Birmingham. One of my evangelist friends, her sons was on the side of the house selling dope. (laughs) She knew nothing about it. You know, she in the church. She never dealt with no drugs of no kind, even doing drugs, you know. So she don't know what go on in the drug world. So the Lord showed me, and I went to the window and I looked. I went right out there. I said, "Hey, look here, y'all." It was like what? I said, "Y'all want the people to take your mama' house or what?" What you talking about, Miss Mag? What you talking about? I said, "I'm talking about y'all like him, uh, peddling these rocks." <laughs> what? We ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing nothing. I say, "Look, y'all think I'm crazy?" Y'all think I don't know what time it is? And I went to breaking some things down for 'em. They ran past me in the house. Mama. Miss N Miss Mack, nobody dope doing. Mama. Miss Mack used to be the dope lady. Not realizing you telling on yourself. How did the conversation of dope come up with you through Miss Mack, the evangelist? Told on themselves, you see? Yeah. Found got people in place everywhere to bless others. And that we're not just churchgoers and church people, but we're the people of God. We're the saints of God. We're the believers. We're not just Christians. Because when we look back, it was all kind of people following Jesus. They say Christianity means follower of Christ. It was all kind of following him, but did they, they believe in him? Even the, 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 the scribes and the Sadducees and the Pharisees, these people come out to see what he was doing. They followed him, but they weren't believing in him. They didn't obey his word. They didn't, you know. So we believers, We're the saints of God. And this is how we can draw others to him by lifting them up, lifting God up, and not treating people like dogs and acting like fools with them. Now, once we come to God and we talk, we're responsible. See, once I know you say, I'm a preacher, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, I know God. I look for different out of you, and I treat you a different kind of way. See, I treat you like you're an adult Christian, or an adult saint, I should say. If you didn't tell me all these things, and I see, you know, you're shaking, your legs shaking, then I know you're a babe still in Christ, and you're yet growing in him. So you'll be treated different. But if we know better, God is expecting better out of us. That's what I know. If we know him, he's expecting better because he has every tool we need. There's no excuse for us. We have his word, his spirit, we have fasting, we have prayer, we have all of this. We have a will to just say no. We have the tool of bringing our flesh under subjection. I thank God for making me over, thank Him for the spirit of giving, the spirit of love, the spirit of caring. Uh, a sister and I was talking yesterday, and she was telling me some things I had to repent because it made me mad right quick. And it made me angry. I'm telling the truth. It made me mad. And I started telling her <laughs> what I would have done. And we both laughed. And then she started saying some things, and she said, no, you know, I'm not going to do that. I said to me, we just laughing and talking, but I was hot. Yeah. Because, see, another thing, when you see somebody doing your sister in Christ wrong, you notice know a good person. You notice know a person is daily seeking God, and you're going to come against them. Yeah. All we do is pray. We touch and agree in prayer. But sometimes it'll make you want to lay hands on somebody suddenly. And the scriptures say lay hands on no man suddenly. But sometimes it'll make you want to put them fists on them. I don't know if I ever told y'all about the song they had out. The boy was singing and said, try Jesus, don't try me. I think he said, I'll throw hands. Yeah. Some people in the church would throw hands. They would fight fist fight. Some people in the church will shoot you. Some of them will stab you. These are church folks. These are not the people of God. Because the people of God, we remember vengeance is mine at the Lord. We, we're not going to pay you back. We're going to pray for you and keep going. And we're going to try to keep the peace if we can. Because blessed are the peacemakers. They'll be called the children of God. We try to keep the peace. And even today, the way that things are, you got to be careful what you say to people. They'll shoot you for saying the wrong thing. They'll shoot you for looking at them cross eyes. And for goodness sake, on the road, don't have no road rage. Don't do that. Or holler at the window this and that to somebody because they made a mistake and they driving. You drive on like you didn't see it. They cut you off, touch your brakes, and let them go. Yeah, don't do not do all that today. Because when I tell you, that spirit of murder is in the land. The spirit of murder is in the land, and it's taking over whom it may devour. You go to prison and talk to people, don't kill people. They they will tell you, if I would have just thought for a minute, I would have did that. You couldn't think for a minute. The spirit of murder took control. You allowed it to take over because you allowed your anger to mix with what I do to this person, what I want to do to this person, and the enemy came in with your flesh and shoulder. You can do it. Go ahead and bam them. Boom, boom. Go on and shoot them. Go and stab them to death. Best friends, been best friends for years. One killed the other. Brothers, one killed the other. Sisters, children killed the parents. The spirit of murder is loose in the land, in the world. Not just America. It's loosed in the land. and Christ's already here. Been here. Again, the day when Jesus asked that devil, what you doing? I'm going to and fro. I'm seeking whom I made. Whoever will let me divine, that's what I'm looking for. And how many know if you open a little crack to the devil, he'll open the door all the way up wide and leave it open. So in and everything that want to come in, your place can come in. In and everything that want to come in your mind, in and everything that want to come in your heart, that devil will open that door wide enough to let it in there. I heard the songwriter say, don't let the devil ride. Because if you let him ride, he'll want to drive. And if he drives, he drives reckless. The songwriter said, don't even let him ride. Don't let him ride. Don't let him do nothing. Because if you give him an inch, he take a mile. he take over everything and leave it wide open because he got more and more evil he want to bring in there. He got more and more demons, more and more spirits, He evil spirits he want to use you to do things. Yeah, talk to a lot of people in prison and see what they tell you. Talk to them and see what they say. Yeah. I, 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 I was in there with this lady just as sweet as pie. And you can tell she was not from the streets, and she was not a bad person. But she got sick and tired of being sick and tired, and she got angry, and she killed the husband. And I don't believe it was premeditated. I I, I believe that when that woman woke up that morning, she didn't know she was going to kill him. Another young lady that killed her boyfriend. They lived together. She said he would beat her up all, all the time. Every time you turn around, he beats on her. She said she got tired of that. And he left to go out to the juke joint. They lived, you know, like in the country. He left to go to the juke joint. And while he was gone, she said, she said to herself, if he come in here tonight with that foolishness, I'm going to kill him. And she got the gun. She said when she heard him pull up, she went to the bathroom and was sitting on the commode. He kicked the bathroom door and come in there and just started with her from early in the day, whatever they had had a fight about. He had already beat her up. She said he kicked the door open and she just released the gun in him. She said she couldn't believe she did that. She said... She, she she knows she was thinking about doing it earlier, but she said to actually do it, it was a whole nother thing. Cause y'all know I'm an interview. I'm gonna ask you some questions about your stuff. If you let me get close to you, I wanna know what was you know, yeah, what you did. Yeah, had a lot of them to tell me a lot of different things, and a lot of women had to go and get these drugs. Uh, what they called it back, the memory of they had to get these kind of drugs, mental health drugs, to help them to cope with everyday life because of what they did. Because they had no clue they could do this kind of stuff. They had no clue they would do this. But the spirit of murder is no joke. Yeah, a football player killed the pregnant girlfriend. because he didn't want nobody to know she was pregnant. He thought it would damage his career. Because he's still running around with different women so that he'll still be uh, up high saluted in the football game. After he killed her, he couldn't believe it. He looked like a whole nother person. Before he killed her, he was one way. After he killed her, he looked a whole nother way. And how many know If you don't have God in prison, you're going down. You're not coming up because that devil will beat you to death with guilt. I don't know if I told you about, uh, sometimes people call me during the holidays, Hey, Barbara, I I need to talk to you. I said, okay, you know I killed that woman's son. I said, yeah. And Barbara, I said, what? He can't go home for Christmas. I can go home to my family. But he can't go home to his family, Barbara, because I took his life. I said, yeah, but you're sorry about it now. Yeah, I'm sorry about it, but Barbara don't bring him back. His mama going to miss him. She might think about it and start crying and, and lose it, Barbara, anything. I said, I understand, but we can't undo what we've done. You repent it. And today, you got to talk to God. Well, Barbara, pray with me. Pray them through. They might call me back in 30 minutes. Barbara, pray with me again. Pray with them again. They might call me back in an hour. Pray with me again, Barbara. Pray with them again. Why? Why? When they did it, they wasn't thinking that spirit of murder was ruling and reigning. They allowed the spirit of anger to come upon them and imagine what they wanted to do to that person. And the spirit of murder, that evil devil, come with it and help them to finish out the task that they never thought they would do or could do. Yeah. Oh, some of these people, they have good hearts. They just get angry about stuff. Some of them been through the storm and lots of rain and all that come up. I'm not letting nobody else just keep walking on me and doing me wrong. Ain't nobody else going to do this. And then I'm not no weak person. Ain't nobody going to run over me. I'm going to show you what I... Today we need God. We need God. They told me, never say never. Don't ever say never, Bible, because you'll never know what you might do. But I know if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. Yeah. And today we serve in many different ways. Yeah, we serve people in many different ways. Sometimes people have to call us ten times a day, whatever it is, until you pray them through. They, if they believe that they're struggling right now, they're going through right now. They can't turn it or loose right now. And the devil keeps feeding them, you know, keep talking to them. Last weekend or weekend before last, weekend before last I think it well, was, I had a session with a child, a little girl. I was so excited, y'all have no clue. Because this little girl, she's very young. She gave God her life. And she studies the Bible. The little girl, I'm telling you the truth. And what the Bible Taught her what God is teaching her in His word. This look into her everyday life. They tell me she's one of the sweetest children you will ever gonna meet. And when I talked to her, yes, ma'am, no ma'am, real humble. But she wanted to talk because these spirits had been talking to her. They told her she was gonna die from the COVID. She was gonna catch it and die. They, she had some medical issues, and what the doctor diagnosed, she was going to die from it. So she being a child, she don't know how to separate herself from the evil spirits talking to her. So she told her mother, I, I think I need to talk to Miss Barbara. If I talk to Miss Barbara, I think I'm going to get better. I'm, I'm going to get some clarity on some things. So the mama and the daddy had to call me and let me talk to her while both parents listened. Good parents, good parents. You don't let your child just go off with somebody. I don't care what you believe in them. No, you got to be right there listening. And when it was all said and done, I asked, I said, do you understand what I shared? The mama repeated it back. She said, yes, ma'am, I understand. And I told the mama she can call me any time she get ready. I don't care what the difference in the time zone, let her call. The baby's seeking God. But in the ending of the conversation, the mama and the daddy got blessed. They wasn't looking for that. The mama was all hyped up. Woo! <laughs> I could hear the daddy in the background, they ate man, I said to myself, yeah, y'all yeah, wasn't expecting this. See, because when God come, he bless everything in there. If you're willing to be blessed by him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I feel all right today. We just got to fight on. We just got to keep our sword in our hand and keep fighting. And don't turn into church folks. That's all. Yeah. We don't want to turn into church folks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah. Listen, we're going to one of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. Uh, if there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. I'm going to this one this morning, and uh, I love this song, too. And I tell you, he prayed for this one. He prayed that the anointing would be all up in this one. Hallelujah.
0: For your ears, but also for your
4: spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara.
2: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Spirit fall down. Oh, I love that song right there. Woo! Fall down, fall fresh upon me today. I need you, Lord. I need your spirit to lead and guide me in the right path for your name's sake. Yeah, I need your spirit to change my thinking pattern, to fix my heart, regulate my mind. Yeah, Lord, I need your spirit to help me to keep my mind on you today in the name of Jesus. Ah, yeah, I love that song. The Luther Barnes, I know he prayed that one there. He prayed and God heard the prayer, and he blessed that song right there. Anointed it. Hallelujah. Glory to his majesty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So listen, I want to do roll call, and, um, you know, I just want to say this to those that come through the archives and the podcast. Thank you so much. God bless you today. Yeah, I thank you. It's not lost on me that you come and listen afterwards. That faithful few. And the faithful few that come faithfully every morning, that calls in, I see those numbers. I thank you so much. I really thank you. God bless you. I'm happy to see those numbers. It make my day when I see your phone number in there. Yeah. And when I see 708, that do me all the good. When I see Frank number, Brother D, it do me all the good. Yeah. God is faithful, Brother Anthony, and, and different ones. Because some of them, they can't come every day. Sometimes they're doing other things, maybe at work or the doctor or doing this or that. Yeah, and it blessed me to see every number, every phone number, every area code. It blessed me. want to say this to you this morning, Rose Brown. Wake up over there with you, Rose Brown, you. I thank God for you, Wiki. I really do. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mm. Thank you today, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I went one time a few years back. One time and told Rose Brown what I was doing. She said, What? Give me the number, Barbara. Give me the number. I gave Rose Brown that number, Rose in every sense. That's been a few years back. Yeah. And so I thank God, I thank God, uh, met Sister Spinner, and uh, Sister Spinner finally met me, and then, you know, we got to talk and got to talk on the phone, and, you know, I just feel like when she called, this is what she said, because I was saying at first, hey, so when she called me, now, hey, you know, that's what friends do, yeah. And so I feel connected. Simon, Simon started coming, never stopped. Called me, and when we talked to, it's a long talk. It's <laughs> a long conversation. I kept saying that. Okay, well, I'm going to let you go. Okay, I'm going to get up and fix some dinner, and we'll go on to the next thing. Yeah. And uh, it's good to, you know, be able to talk to people that have something to talk about. And it's no foolishness. So Rita. Yeah, I can tell you some stories about different ones, you know. Yeah, it blesses me. Brother Anthony. Yeah, Anthony followed me from blog TV. Ooh, that's been some years ago. Louis, y'all know about Louis. Louis been here as long as I've been here. Him yeah, and Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> Louis have taken care of this chat room forever and one day. Yes, sir and yes, ma'am. He has done that and uh, I'm so thankful. Sion, K Buddy, you know, different ones. And uh Sister Mary Ann. Oh yeah. And you know, all behind the scenes Mary Ann gonna write with Sister Barbara. I like that right there. Well sister Barbara did that, you know. And I just imagine having a conversation with her and um sister Melanie Rose. Yeah. And every now and then Melanie blessed me, you know. She don't say a whole lot, you don't see her often. But every now and then, hallelujah, she'll show up. And I know, oh, Melody's still over there. Melody's still listed, you know. And uh, Sister Angela, y'all remember her? She did the wedding uh, planning and decoration. Remember I told you she had them yellow flowers? I think it was lilies going down a, a green pathway like it was they was growing up on the side. All that thing was so pretty. I said, Angela Brown here with all this going to make me want to get married in a minute, down through them yellow flowers. <laughs> and she blessed me, yeah, Sister Angela, and my God, baby, Laura. God bless you, Laura. God bless you, Mrs. Mason, and uh, Sister Alexis. I-, I heard from her, I think it was last week, yeah, Sister Alexis, and I got to talk to Minister Jacqueline, and you know, every now and then Sister Brunella come through. We we know she uh, had some... Uh, trouble with her speech and thing, But we keeping her lifted before the Lord Sister Lachelle And uh, again uh, Andrea in Philadelphia I think Lachelle and Andrea in and Philly Them, uh, my God baby Lord, them her friends Keisha And I got to meet Keisha too And uh, baby you get that Keisha to talk about the Lord That Keisha running Yeah, full of bubbly, bubbly Just full of life uh, Sister Sion
1: Yeah,
2: I I said that Sister Diane, Sister Diane got to come with Minister uh, Shonda to to visit me, and uh, we had a wonderful time, yeah. And so I thank God, I thank God, I thank God for uh, Sion's family, you know, because they come and uh, we just have a good time. And I was telling my son about it yesterday, Sion, you met him before, and he was like, yeah, Ma, I think I'll squeeze on by there. I said okay. Cause he don't really eat meat no more, basically. So I told him I'd do some fish and um, some vegetables. Yeah, so he can be in. And what? That's another one. See, I uh, that love that sweet potato pie. Oh my goodness! I can remember him uh, sitting on the couch with another friend of ours, uh, Dwayne uh, uh, from Dwayne Fletcher Communications. And they were sitting on the couch. He wanted more sweet potato pie. I could see him sitting on that couch like a little boy. Mom got that pie, and they're going to give me one slice. She got to be kidding me, man. Mom, you're going to make some pie. He went and bought a bunch of sweet potatoes. Yeah. And uh, good morning to your Brother Jermaine. God bless you. God bless you. Brother Anthony and Brother D and Brother Dan. Uh, Brother Mike Hopps. Did I say Kim Hop? I, I I left Kim out why I did I say Kim Hawks? I'm I'm slipping on the pimping round here. But um yeah, sister Kim Hawks and uh Brother Mike Hawks, They they, they them two there they they you know, birds of a fle- feather they stick real close together. <laughs> yeah, I love them too, too. And uh, Brother Mike and Orlando, that's Pastor Howell's uh nephew. And he got a car washing service. And you coming through Orlando, come on down now. I wash your truck. I said, all right, I'm gonna get it over there, Mike. The Herring and Pastor James Brown and uh, brother George uh West Perry. I remember Brother George called in and gave us testimony. Oh, that did be all the good in the world. Yeah. And uh, thank God for you, brother Perry and Brother Lee Hamilton. Yeah, we met on Facebook and a while back he had sent me an email and uh, I need to go back and read over that again. Yeah, that really blessed me, Brother Hamilton. I thank God for you. Thank God for you. Sister Michelle and uh, Sister Patricia Fluka, Sister Lisa, and Sister Yvonne. I met Sister Yvonne through Sister Mari. Yeah. And uh, I just thank God for everybody. Good morning to everybody. Sister Rita, that's Rose Brown, niece. Yeah. So I thank God for everybody. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. And he'll put the right people together in the right place. And a lot of times we may not always agree on every little thing, but we agree enough to walk together, huh? And we're walking in Jesus. Hallelujah. And it's all right today, yeah. But I'm looking more and more uh, to be the people of God and, you know, have a soft heart that we can lead others to him and not beat the people up, yeah, because some people, they say, well, I won't none of that, they're going to beat me up, but yet we tell the truth, yet we share the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, we have to, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, hallelujah, hallelujah, so if anyone have anything they would like to say, the studio is open, please feel free to press that number one, and come in, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you today. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm going to this one. I I, I got the request for it, and uh, I'm going to play this one.
0: Mr. John Rick, Earth to God. Earth to God, come in, God. I know you're there hearing our prayers wherever you are. We need you now to send your love down Take away the pain in your holy name We ask this now We need your light when need- goes to the home holding... The kind of radio you need. Yes, Jesus is a morning radio. Bold radio for real people.
2: Hallelujah, hallelujah. John Rich, he, he wrote that and he sang that. I do like it and I like it a lot. Yeah, he, he did an excellent job in writing that and in singing it. I like it, I like it. I like the tune of it, the music in it, everything. Hallelujah. All right, all right, Brother Anthony. I believe this you.
4: Good morning. God bless you. Brother Anthony, how are you? Bless how the favor. Good morning to you, Ms. Bob. Good morning to everybody. Good morning, to Brother Louis. I uh, forget you this time. Just wanted to say good morning to everybody and you know, just thank God for my pepper strength, keep me in my right mind. allowing me to see another day. And I just thank him for life itself and knowing him. And being able to hear y'all voice this morning and get on this show, you know, get a little bit of spiritual food in me, uh, my day off. Go ahead,
2: Brother Hampton. I'm sorry, go
4: ahead. I was saying, I say I'll get on this show this morning, you know, get a little bit of spiritual food to start my day off. Amen, amen, and amen again, yeah, because we
2: need it. I certainly need it every morning. Hallelujah. Got to spend some time with him to start my day right. Because if I don't, there's something missing from that day. Uh, Brother Lewis said, hey, brother Anthony, God bless you. (laughs) Yeah, I I need that spiritual food in the morning. Morning prayer, you know, morning meditation, or whatever you want to call it, you know, talking to him a scripture to start the day with, that kind of thing. Yeah, I need it daily Because it blesses me Uh-huh And, and if I don't get it You know, I, I, I know something wrong I feel out of place uh, I'm not the same Yeah And y'all pray for me today <clears throat> I'm going to Jacksonville I got a lady I got to take ticket to the doctor Because uh, she have no other way And, uh She missed, uh several appointments last week, so this week I'm going to run up there and take her and, you know, come on back and just let God be God. Because I, I often think of this, if it was me, how would I feel, you know? I, I don't want the, the somewhat public transportation, they don't treat me right, and uh, when they take me, uh, they take their time and coming back to get me and you know, all of this kind of stuff. So, you know, I just pray that the Lord is keeping me and that he blessed me and he helped me, you know, because, I mean, it's a little ways from my house to there. And some days when I come off the show, like yesterday, I come off, I feel a little tired, you know, and I just want to sit out for a minute, eat me something good, you know, and rest. But sometimes we got to keep going to be a blessing. Unto up intercessors and those that know the words of prayer, y'all pray for me today. As I believe it's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Anybody got rain or a lot of snow uh, today or last night? We got a lot of rain. Yeah, Louis said we had a, a thunderstorm. But it did for me and knocked the TV out all right. and
4: all
2: kind of stuff. Yeah. What, what y'all got up there, brother Anthony?
4: Uh, We got well. We had rain the past couple days, and it didn't rain too much last night. It just was kind of like misty, foggy, misty. But it did have some. Said, oh, I think it did rain later on, like oh, about about, one o'clock, two in the morning. They said it would be, you know, severe storm, thunderstorms and stuff like that. So I heard a little bit of thunder. I was out for the count.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, I tell you, I, I was going out for the count, and I heard all that bamming and all that. I said, oh, yeah, let me go on and get me some sleep. Yeah, I was already sleeping, and uh, I went on out when I woke up this morning, because I turned the TV off. and when I woke up this morning the TV didn't come on, I was like, wait a minute, because I watched uh, Inspiration. And they sang and everything, you know, they have like a morning devotion too and a guest speaker. And so, um, I went over and I unplugged it 'cause I you have it on the uh the big thick plug thing. I don't forgot what you call it. But anyway you have it on that and then I turned it the uh, off button off, on and then turned it back off and turned it back on. And then in a few minutes, the TV come up. I said, oh, all is not lost. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yeah. All right, all right. Henley, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you?
5: Oh, man, I'm holding on, holding on. They told me don't let go. <laughs> I just want to tell yes, thank sir. you for another day. You know, it's good to, it's good to be, you know, in the fellowship. Amongst the brethren and it all my sisters all I'll tell it thank you for putting a leaf on a limb, a limb on a tree, a tree on a branch, a branch on the roots, and the roots in the ground, and the green grass growing all around and around so yeah, we thank for this morning we thank for this morning amen yes
0: lord
5: yes, sir. uh you bet. uh you know amen. that joy that joy of the Lord yes sir i i uh, got to the job yesterday. And then I ran in there, and the dispatcher say, oh, at least your attitude don't match the weather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Booker don't know. I just lost three folks in 30 days last month.
2: Yeah. Uh,
5: but but the way you get the joy of the Lord when you realize they wasn't yours to hold in the first place. Mm. <laughs> so, yes, sir. so I tell God thank you on today, you know, for another one. And uh, yes, Lord, that's where we at today. And I'm talking about. The man said, "Yeah, man, your, your your attitude. Everybody was dry." I said, "Boy, I said, tell God thank you, because yet and still, and all that it looks like going on around, He's still keeping with that little joy. So I thank God for it. Amen. I thank God for it. I know it's I know it's Him and not me, 'cause a little while ago, I'm talking. I ain't talking about no years. I'm talking about a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago. I was trying to find anybody out to the lake cross. <laughs> with, tro- with trouble on my mind. <laughs> so, Amen. yes, Amen. Lord, I'm thankful to be able to continue on in the faith this morning. You know, hear that good word and get encouraged and strengthened and keep going, keep striding. Amen. That's it. Amen. Because, yeah, uh, 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 that that's something to deal
2: with right there. Three yeah. in 30 days, That that's a lot to deal with. Close family. Went away, close oh, yeah. family, yeah. And then somebody oh, you yeah. grew up, you know. I mean, you, y'all was in the same house, you know. You know them, this, that, and the other. Yeah, that's not always easy. But we look to the hills for our help. All of oh, our God. help comes from the Lord. Yeah, He made the heavens and the earth. Now God will continue to strengthen you and you know, continue to uh, uh, bring you on through. Bring you on through. And and if he will allow time to do some healing, yes, he will. And so it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And
4: love.
2: And
4: love.
2: I thank God for you calling in, pressing that one. I thank God for you calling in, listening. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah.
5: And uh, I see that 904
2: area code, it just lifts my spirits, that's
5: all, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> the way it rained last night, I don't know, I, whew, I was trying to get hey. on around, like you said, sit on down, It, 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 it sent, he sent it on down last night. Yes, sir, oh, that was no joke, oh. thundering and lightning
2: and all that water, I was like, my goodness, what's going on? And uh, I was on the phone talking uh, to one of the sisters, and I told her, oh, it's raining over here. That water is coming down. Yes, sir. So you know what the earth needs, and it needs watering, so it can wash some things. Yeah, I'm grateful.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely.
2: So you in town today or headed out of town?
5: Oh, I'm headed to South kakilaki on them this morning. I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh up ninety five, headed up to South Cackalacky this morning. So okay. I thank God that so y'all like, be praying for
1: yes,
0: the traveling yes. mercies,
5: you know, the traveling mercies. Uh, uh tossing, by the way, a tossing up in here this morning. So,
0: okay. so like, okay, it's
5: definitely definitely good to be able to um you know wake up to that word and be encouraged with that word and you know. You strengthen that word in the morning. I ain't gonna lie, ain't nothing like it? And it, it'll make you take your tell. Uh, tell the boogers, call you talking with their flesh in the morning. I, I get right back with you. Get back with you later. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's luck. Cause you got something you, you got something that's really that's doing something for you this morning going on. And you know, I get back to that now. That, that's gonna be there. I need this here right now. Like you said, a little hey. more Jesus. That's right on time. Right on time.
2: I need daily a little more Jesus Hallelujah, hallelujah Ah, uh, yeah I'm grateful unto him this morning Woo, I think of that day He's the upper and finisher Of my faith Oh, mm-hmm. that do me some good right there Right there Because yes, yeah, he's going all the way too All the way with me He won't leave me, not forsake me He's going to be right there Oh, uh, yeah I, I've seen him at work Yeah, I've seen him not leave me But wait right there with me. Hallelujah. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're grateful unto him today. Is there anyone else? We we got a little time. All right, all right. We're moving a little further. I got one more here, one more here. And uh, I'm going to play this one. And uh, when we come back, if no one has anything they would like to say, Please feel free to press that number one and come in. As a matter of fact, Henley, I'm going to dedicate this one to you this morning. All All
0: right.
3: Watch me, watch me, watch me words Now watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me words Now watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me words Mr. Preacher man, I don't want no trouble I just came to praise and worship with my brothers praying to the Lord and hoping he forgive us I want God to save us. Don't want the streets to kill us. I'm like Mr. a man. I don't want no trouble. I just came to praise and worship with my brothers, praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us. I want God to save us. Don't want the streets to kill us. Oh nah nah nah. I don't want no trouble. I just come to worship. Oh nah nah nah. I just come to worship. Just come to worship. Now watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me worship. Now watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me worship. I wake up reaching. I wake up with the sky in my eyes. Let's get started. It's my season, he's the reason Everybody let's go I'm feeling stronger The harder I go, the better I flow I'm a CEO I pray like a boss Let's get it, I'm with it, We it And we're reaching for the sky Everybody leap for the sky Let's go. Everybody leap on the sky. The runway's clear. The sun is shining. I'm climbing. I'm vibing in midair, doing my thing. Oh, in my lane, in His name, on oh, my game. If you come close, I'm contagious, outrageous. Believe me, you're going to be reaching for the sky. Everybody leap for the sky. Everybody reach for the sky. Let's go. Let's go. For the sky. Everybody reach for the sky keep, keep 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 rising to the top and my mind says give it all you got 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 reach for the sky everybody reach for the sky going going for the sky Sit up, stand up, step up For the sky Everybody ride For the sky Boosters low For the sky In my zone For the sky Grab your partner. For the sky don't see, For, For the sky Everybody jump For the sky sky everybody jump for so all the sky everybody jump everybody jump
2: Brother
6: Frank. That's right. All day. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. definitely um yes. Yeah, I can't I, I I don't I can't eat fried food, but I sure can eat baked food. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, Amen. Sir. And hey. can cook. <laughs> All right. I am not mad at nobody can cook. No,
0: sir.
6: I do believe in God oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, I yes. mean, we some groceries, brother. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. You know we do. You know we do. Matter <laughs> of fact, when I finish doing what I'm doing, I'm, I will go down and and scramble, scramble me an egg, an egg, okay. and then put me a little grits together. And, All right. And sit back and enjoy.
1: hmm Yes, sir.
6: When I used to, I used to do eggs and a whole bunch of other foods, but now... I do this yeah. a little bit at a time, and, and it's all good. And drink okay. my water. I drink plenty of water because it's hot out here in the desert. It's really hot.
2: Yes. And it's gonna be a yes. hundred
6: and something yes. today. So, so I have to drink plenty of water.
2: Okay. Okay.
6: Okay. I'm finished. Right. I'm finished, folks. Okay.
2: All right. God bless you, brother Frank. Uh, you too, sister Barbara. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Is there anyone else have something they would like to say? Oh, we got three minutes. All right. All right. I'm going to put on a quick song and get the door, and then I'll be right back and we'll pray out this morning. And uh pray that the Lord bring us back Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the morning. Let's take a listen to this. Mm-hmm.